The Cannabis Business Coach. Hi, Mike Z here, author of the Cannabis Business Book. And you're listening to the Cannabis Business Coach Podcast, where I chat with and coach the highest performing entrepreneurs in the cannabis industry. Hi, Mike Z is. Hi, Mike Z is. Hi, Mike Z is. The Cannabis Business Coach. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so, so excited for the first episode of the Cannabis Business Coach podcast. I could not have asked for a more perfect inaugural seminal guest, you know, for this new cannabis media venture than a living legend of cannabis media entrepreneurship, the one and only Dave Tran, co-founder of Dope Magazine and more recently founder of Fairchild Events. Dave, it's such an honor and joy to have you here. When I got your email back, you know, I reached out to a few people that I knew and you were the first guy to to get scheduled and it was like a you know, divine providence. I was like this is a sign oh. that this thing is going to be good because if I'm starting with Dave Tran, like it's already a win. So thank you so much for being here. You you know, when I see your name, I have good thoughts. And, you know, when you're out there doing new venture like this, I was like, you know what, man, anything to support. And you've always been good to me and always been a good friend. So uh, congratulations. And thank you. Really, thank you. This is, you know, um, I don't mind being the first guinea pig, but you know what I mean? It's just like. Uh, you know, just like feels like talking to a friend. So, well, I, I really appreciate you for making time and for being here and for for taking the risk with me. You know, I feel safe now on this journey into the cannabis media unknown to have to have you beside me from a distance, from a safe distance, of course. Dave, I'm gonna jump right in. I, I want to know, and I, I imagine the people might want to know, what's it like to be Dave Tran? Oh, that's a, that's an interesting question, but you know, you know, sitting here, I'm a very, it's a very grateful David Tran, you know what I mean? I, I, you know, for 45 years, I'm lucky to have this incredible life and experiences and, you know, having nothing to really building stuff and really surrounding everything by family. There's just this real journey where like you're, you know, I'm so grateful that I've been able to survive all of that and learn all of that. And I still continue to look to learn uh, a lot more uh, in, in my life. So I feel like just at that really great period where the balance is right, the family to me, which is the most important thing to me and you know, the, you know, what drives me and what I do every single day is intact. And you know, as that's intact, everything else seems to uh, come intact. So right now, it's just a very grateful. I get to do everything that I love to do. And I get to work with some incredible people every single day like people that are just so like it's incredible we built these friendships and these this trust so that we can start to do these things and start to do great things and these conversations range from different industries and different parts of what we're doing but ultimately at the end you know it's me wanting to connect people so that they can you know make some changes do some good things build some businesses build some innovation build some ways for all of us to be a little more successful and i just think that's really where i'm at just having that really fun time being able to work with the people i love and uh you know going through these challenges too which is you know been you know really tough so that is another bonding experience for us 
I love that answer. I love the gratitude that oozes out of you. And for anyone who hasn't met Dave and hasn't worked with him, you're, in my opinion, one of the most energetic, yeah. high energy, high performing, you know, burning the blunt on both ends guys <laughs> I've encountered in this industry. Like I've never seen you at an event just not pumped up and not oozing with joy in an infectious joy. And, and so yes. it, it's amazing. It's amazing to have you here. I feel it through the screen, man. So. Oh man, it's so exciting. You know what I mean? And I love it so much. And you know, I really have to give the old to my, my mom. You know what I mean? She's a single mom with five kids came over to America. And for me, hard work is always exemplified by what she had to do to get us here. So like, to me, it's in my blood, right? It's in everything I do. And if I do what I really love, then it's easy to just have a good time. And I mean, think about it. We're, you know, we're doing some pretty fun things, right? My life is around events and getting people together and, you know what I mean? Getting the excitement to produce those type of experiences uh, are really amazing, like gifts that we, you know, you, you have. And, you know, again, it's not really that hard work. It's, uh, you know, it's your life's work, I suppose. I totally relate as a, you know, I, I don't know if you know, my family came to America from the former Soviet Union when I was a baby on 420. Wow. So I joke that, wow. you know, it's my destiny yeah, to be doing destiny, this. Man. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's yeah. why I got her on the wall back there, you know, to you, remind you, me. You're making everyone proud, man. Uh, really. <laughs> Look at that. The motherland is, is real happy, man. You gotta oh you gotta God. tell my mom that. Tell my mom that. She's I think like she will be, dude. <laughs> She's like, why didn't you stay at Google and be a normal person? You know? Was there a moment when it all clicked for you and you decided to go all in on the cannabis industry? Yeah, I, I would say there was two times, but the first time when I just tried it behind a 7-Eleven, you know, in a pop can. You know, that was a game changer. It was like my senior year and it was like, you know, schooling was done and, you know, I'm moving on my own. And it's just like, there's this big transitional period. And it was such a, just an incredible experience to have that and build that community and be a part of it from its grassroots. And that was like 26, 27 years ago. So really like coming back, you know, uh, started opening some bars and that was kind of my life for a while, bars and nightclubs. And it was a very interesting period for me. But then someone was just like, you know, as an entrepreneur, said, how would you like to open a medical cannabis store? And I was just like, at that time, I was like, yes, yes, that's another dream. And you got into it with the idea that, okay, cool. I know all these people and, you know, they're going to come in and they're going to go get their cards on the false, you know, on pretenses of, you know, you know, the uh, you know, different ailments and then come in. And what ended up happening to my surprise is that a lot of patients came in. And as I owned that store, I started watching people really start like telling their story and what, what this does for them. And it really were really medical patients. So that was a really, to me, an interesting part of me. It changed my perspective. And as we then built Dope Magazine, defending our patients everywhere. That's where, how it started because it was all about the medical world. How can we learn about it, right? People weren't yet wanting to talk about it. We, we couldn't get things. We, we got the mayor on our first cover, which was amazing because it got a little bit of CNN coverage because it said, look at this dope, right? He was the first 
uh, mayor to stand in front of the public and acknowledge that. So uh, just an amazing like opportunity uh, there, but it was always about the patients. And when I learned that, it was a real game changer for me. And, and I think it has been for a very long time that it really is medicine. And uh, it, it's doing so much more for you know, people's health and, 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 and mental wellness. And these are the type of things that we're learning more and more each day. So I've learned that over the course of 27 years, a real respect for the plant, uh, you know, all the way through, uh, you know, first and foremost. Can you share with the audience a little bit of, you know, and, and I'm going to invite you not to be so humble and yeah. to, to share a little bit about the successes that you've had with Dope Magazine and in business and entrepreneurship in general? I'm an entrepreneur, so I love different things. I mean, I've had so many LLCs because I'm, you know, I'm one of those people that, you know, love to build things. And, you know, it started young, you know, in the nightclub, like a promotional business. And I had that business where we're handing out flyers and again, newspaper, you know, you'd have to get ads. I mean, this is real old school marketing, right? We had flyer teams, right? With UV flyers putting flyers in there so that started kind of that hospitality side of it and then as I bought into 16 years ago uh, started a concept called <clears throat> excuse me uh, cowgirls Inc and uh, that was a bar with mechanical bull and uh, cowgirls dancing on the bar and being very engaging and and really throwing a party what we were doing is selling fun and that was 16 years ago and you know it was supposed to be a coyote ugly but, you know, what they didn't want was they didn't want a mechanical bull or a DJ. So we said, you know what, we're going to do it ourselves, right? We put through away this franchising money, which again, you know, you don't get back. And then we started this thing. So 16 years later, we're still on First and King in Seattle, right near the stadiums with success for the Seahawks and all that. And I've lived in Seattle for 42 years. So this is my city. So it's just like the really, uh, you know, a lot of love for, for, for Seattle. This is really where my roots are. So, um, you know, got into the bar industry, opened a nightclub also, Venom and Amber. These things were hot for about eight years, uh, going through even like the 2008 part where it started getting really rough, you know, no more champagne, uh, you know, uh, on the ground, you know, crystal being poured out, you know, like it was, right? You're, you're drinking bottles in your car and, you know, freaking coming in, you know what I mean? And not spending a dollar because you're, you know what I mean? Freaking bankrupt. Uh, so it was a, you know, a tough time, but you know, it really built a lot of like understanding and it's interesting that the transition into cannabis and it started with the store, CCC, Conscious Care, uh, that's really how I met my partners for Dope Magazine. And of course I worked with James and Evan, they owned a magazine called D-List. And so they, we worked together. So this is kind of how it all came together and, you know, Dope came together in 2011, um, 30 days. We said we were going to do it. Uh, I picked up the phone, I called a friend and said, I need $30,000 without flinching this very, you know, really, you know, big DJ in, in Vegas just said, and this was a while ago, you know, like, you know, just put that money in there. And we just put the content together, somehow got the mayor for the cover. And somehow we shared a spot at Hempfest, like uh, literally like just came in there, took a part of it and passed out our first, uh, you know, Dope Magazine at Hempfest, which, you know, to me is still like, to me, uh, such a landmark because in 94, I went to the first Hempfest and that's how I got started with it. So like Vivian knows that story and he just like, I have some 
crazier stories than that. Uh, back in those days, we were wild and we had a great time and we freaking were just a bunch of wild hippies, you know, just like smoking weed, eating acid, you know, doing mushrooms. I mean, it was just like really exploring ourselves, you know, and, you know, Dave, the dreadlock guy, and you know, <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, so, that's amazing. Yeah. Is that, is that before the Tranimal became a thing? I think Tranimal is always there, you know. I, uh, you know, I love people. I can't get it. I get excited and I just kind of just can't help it, you know. So I think that just has been with me my, 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 my whole life. These guys just have coined it a little bit. Because uh, this has been an exciting journey, you know. I mean, and all the great people we meet, I can't help but get excited. I mean, it, it's, it's just like it's, 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 it's nuts that, you know what I mean, that it's just come full circle like that. What's your superpower? What's allowed you to be successful? Oh, that is, you know, like you said, I'm going to resort back to my mom, you know what I mean? Just looking at the way, you know, a single woman, you know, with, without a husband can raise five kids, you know, just over from America, you know, with nothing, with no pennies to, to, to do your thing. And to me, I just think that she's my superhero. And so I look at like the kind of the, you know, the, 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 the gratefulness and the also like the never give up, you know, our family is kind of, I'm all my sisters. We just are like, we just don't, don't give up. We all have very strong wills. Like my, my, my mom is to, to, to follow through with things and, you know, have integrity and just do things the right way. It might take a little bit longer, but you know, the truth is it's, it's more about the long term uh successes and sometimes it takes time and that's kind of why you do it sometimes just like you build it you build a great reputation you build a gate name you know what i mean you do things the right way and you know uh you know eventually you know the doors open you know and you could do that with a smile you could do that with a handshake now because now you already have the proof of concept and the idea that you can accomplish that so there's less of a conversation so i think getting closer to the deal by just understanding you know what i mean people's backgrounds that's kind of where you know with the people part of it it's always important in business it's just like who are your partners who are the people in your key positions and again ultimately what you know your you know the, the, the company culture is um but uh yeah i know i didn't answer your question so no 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 I, i'm I'm, I'm, gonna... <laughs> I'm hearing i'm hearing uh i heard three different things in there which i i heard resilience i heard um compassion and i heard uh gratitude so hey man, are you coaching right now man no, no i'm just listening i'm just listening. <laughs> i love it i love it man you've been jumping into it you're great well we'll, we'll, we'll get to that well this is this is just the warm-up this is just the warm-up man <laughs> most recently you launched a new venture fairchild and as i understand and please correct me if i'm wrong it's, it was mostly meant as an events-driven business. Yes. And of course, you know, I'm in the events business in, in New York, and that business is on quarantine. It's on lockdown. It's become illegal for people to gather. I, I'm curious, how has, how has COVID and coronavirus and this whole pandemic that we're in, how has that impacted business for you? Well, it's stopped business completely, you know, for me, you know, events are forbidden and they should be right now. And, you know, and that's what needs to happen if we want to get to this thing quicker. So I think, you know, 
you know, it, it, it's tough, right? When you're building that business. And I feel sorry for a lot of other business, like event producers that I've been friends with for a long time. They've built some really value because these things help businesses grow. And that's what we need. And so like the idea that, you know, companies are going to suffer, you know, through a period where they're really expecting this revenue. They're companies that are relying on it. Shareholders are relying on it. It really comes down to, you know, getting quicker to the end here, but also opening up opportunities for other ways to communicate. And I'm starting to see that, and that's what we had to do. So, you know, the platform, are, uh, you know, itself wasn't launched yet, but we were already producing events. So we had four events that we were planning for 420, for a, a lot longer than, and of course, you know, we have a bunch of different events that we're throwing. So, you know, quickly right away, we wanted to kind of find a way to, uh, you know, keep on understanding how this is going to change in the future, how communication is going to change, because it will forever be changed, right? How much, but it's just something new that I haven't been, you know, as privy to. Like I said, I'm very old school, you know, from flyers to all the way to magazines and, you know, this technology stuff becomes massively, you know, important. So we really want to take the time. So we did a live stream. We did the chronic relief. Um, <clears throat> just in a couple of weeks we just wanted to just again just just stay connected with our community we wanted to keep everybody in the loop and and let's all do something good for 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 the common good too right let's make sure that you know during this time that's a really great way to rally around each other and amazingly a lot of people rallied to that you know giving portion of it and at the same time it was incredible that we can all work together and look at this new technology uh, and make it useful for other companies. And so, you know, the Fairchild uh, part of it, it's given us some time too to now build our infrastructure. Look at kind of like overall too, or is our model just for cannabis? Or can we now look at like maybe like psychedelic events and these other alternative events, like be an alternative platform? So again, it spawned for a lot of creativity and, and, and insight and, you know, how can we build more content and these type of things. And again, it's just, you know, we're building a, you know, a, a new business. So we're, we're used to the challenges. I don't think anyone can, you know, figure out a challenge like COVID would be to, to, to folks, but, you know, we're at the beginning parts of our business. So, you know, we can kind of pivot a little bit easier, but, you know, to me, how can I immediately support all those event producers right because those are going to be my to me my, my my audience and my partners in the future is so how can we right now help you still connect to your audience uh and and still make a viable business out of it and for the folks who are listening or watching and may not know um 4420 dave and his team put out basically it took like a old school telethon fundraiser type thing and made the digital modern version of it to to unite the community and raise money for to to feed people in need it's super cool to see that that happen in the industry that people are rallying for a good cause and i want to commend you on your leadership and initiative and your team uh for those for for making that happen yeah and it's nothing without all the people who contributed you know it's just like we just we're just putting out the time, you know, but the people who are just like Whoopi and Tommy, they all put out a message and it was, 
was really nice and like everybody did it volunteering dab stars uh you know just 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 going in there uh chapter two wick and mortar everyone came in and said cool we'll all do the logo i'll do this and everybody just came together like that it was just like the most amazing two weeks and i, I did it like right when we were leaving mexico and trying to you know get back to the united states and we just wanted to kind of we wanted to stay active stay connected and uh, it really checked off all the boxes so what an experience for us uh it wasn't perfect and there's a lot of things that we could have done. Uh, but, you know, to me, I'm so proud of the team. I think it's pretty cool to have the chance to put something together so quickly and to just experiment, <laughs> right? Right, to experiment and just to see, oh, shit, like, this is how much we could do in two weeks without, you know, without a game plan, just kind of spontaneously. <laughs> like, I, I think there's, there's something empowering that must come from that, right? Well, you know, you... <laughs> It's one of those things, experiences are everything. You know what I mean? It's just like there's things that I'm not very comfortable with doing, but I do it just because I, if I know I did it, then I would know what it felt like. I don't know if that even makes any sense, but it just, it, you know, I think these challenges are, you know, just something that, you know, we all look for as we, you know, kind of move on and we've seen a lot of different things. We try to challenge ourselves in different ways. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and again, it still has that scariness, it still has that risk factor, you know, like this could have blown out in our, in our face and it could have been nothing, but we, you know, raised, you know, for 90,000 meals, you know, like, like for, 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 you know, and that's, you know, to me, something that two weeks ago, we could have just been, you know, kind of holding back and trying to worry about how we're going to figure out our own situation because those things are happening too. You know what I mean? My bar closed down. My, you know, my event company closed down. Thank goodness I have Goldfingers, which is also my consulting company. And I have a lot of different ones. We have a grow down in Colorado and we also consult someone here. So diversity is very important, right? If you have those opportunities, you're prepared. And well, I've been there when you, I wasn't prepared. And you, you know, again, it takes a long time to get to that point, but you have to go through some of those lumps and some of those experiences to, 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 to really, uh, you know, appreciate it, understand it too. Absolutely, man. And that, that kind of thing only really comes from experience. So for all of those less experienced or aspiring cannabis business people, cannabis entrepreneurs listening to this, pay attention to the gems that David is dropping and diversify those revenue streams because, you know, you never know when <laughs> a worldwide pandemic might hit and, and shut Never down some know. of your businesses. You know, like this is how crazy it is. I had a, you know, long time ago, my friend, we put $2,000 like back in like 90 something into a stock account and I didn't look for years. And I looked up and all of a sudden it was like $40,000. And apparently we bought some Amazon a long time ago uh at the embassy but it's just like it's funny you know what i mean small little things you know that would that will continue to help and yeah it's risky and i don't think everyone's adverse to you know risk and you know you know i know like my wife does it she's conservative you know what i mean she sees me and she's like ah there's dave again i'm like well i can't help it um this is who i am right i just can't uh you are who you are in, in that instance uh so anyways this attitude towards challenges and towards not necessarily seeking out challenges per se, but recognizing challenges as an opportunity to lean in and, and push yourself. I think that's 
yeah. a critical piece of the entrepreneur's journey. And, you know, it sounds like that's something that you've really embody. And, you know, in my experiences, that's a necessary thing to do in order to grow. Yeah, I absolutely agree. At some point, fear will, 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 will stop you from going all the way. Uh, when really, you know, I look at it like a ski jump. It's just like, you can't slow down. You got it. And as you get closer, it's scary, but you can pull away right now. And you, you know, you won't fear maybe crashing or you can go all the way and you know what I mean? And, and, and keep on going. It's hard to slow down and, you know, not commit to, uh, you know, a, a certain thing. And that's why entrepreneurship is scary. You know, it's a, a real faith in like, you know, going in and this is where your time is. This is where your energy is at. You know, this is where you risk, you know, everything, right? There's a risk, there's a reward to what we're doing. Because again, we're building this all ourselves, whether we have money to fund it or whether we have to go do what not. It's just like, you know, it, it's, you have to go through these parts to, um, to, 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 to really understand. No, fear is guaranteed. Our brains are built to create fear and to be afraid and to recognize danger. So it's, it never goes away, no matter what. You know, even if you have all the experience and all the confidence, you're still going to have that fear response come up. And there's this quote that I love. I'm not going to get it right, but it's something like courage isn't the absence of fear. It's moving forward in spite of the fear. You're right on. You're right on target. I, you know, every, a, a, a broken clock is wrong even twice a day. So <laughs> I want to ask you, what are you excited about for the future of this industry or, or what excites you today about cannabis or psychedelics or business or life in general just what what, what gets you charged up i'll tell you it's psychedelics <laughs> you know you hit on that um i i start seeing the benefits of psychedelics uh you know microdosing and i'm starting to see people uh give me a lot of good reason to, to, to believe that this could be the next great wave of, you know, uh, you know, influence in our culture, you know, something that's every day. And, you know, as I'm trying it myself, just to let you know, I'm on a nice regimen also, and I'm exploring it too. I'm exploring my own mind right now. How do I deal with these things? What's going on here? Because this could be absolutely overwhelming for anybody right now. If you don't have the right mindset right now, it's very tough to be able to challenge yourself to all of these changes. You know what I mean? Whether it's like trying to push, you know what I mean? A new idea or something like that. It's just like, if you're doing it from the right place. And I just think that uh, I see a lot of benefits in it. Uh, and, uh, you know, to me, diversity, right? It's just like, look at different parts of it. And, you know, for even for Fairchild, we're like, how can we diversify the audience too? You know, cannabis is absolutely, I mean, still, you know, our love, my love, you know, and that's, there, there's so much and we, we, there's a lot of, we could talk about in that, but that new exciting kind of next thing is, is right around that psychedelics. And I, I I'm, I'm interested in it. Uh, we're going to look at it and really think about the aspect of there's a lot of learning that could be done right now. And there's a lot more, I think there's a lot more people that are trying it than you can think. And right now it's exactly like the way cannabis is. It's not very normalized for someone to do LSD or mushrooms and still be considered a person that is not high, right? Mm. But truthfully, I'm not high right now. 
You know what I mean? I'm just me right now, mm-hmm. you know, and just a little bit more, you know what I mean? I'm utilizing a little more of the, you know, the, 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 the ability I have in myself. It's already mine. So, uh, you know, I'm just tapping into my own bank account, uh, so to say, you know what I mean? That's amazing. You know, it's funny. I have a, a mentor who asked me once, you know, kind of tongue in cheek. I think he knew that this question would stump me, you know, and I was feeling all smart and like, like I, you know, oh yeah, I just, I, I know shit. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. and he was like, Hey, so Michael, uh, what does it mean to be high? Like, what's it mean to get high? What's it mean if someone's high? And I was just like, uh, oh, no. I, don't know. I, I was like, I don't know, but I'm, I'm going to go eat some food and yeah. it's going to be great. I'll, I'll, be like, I'll be like this. Have you ever kissed someone, sir? Is that, yes, it's that high that you get, you know what I mean? It's an endorphin rush. You know what I mean? That makes you a freaking smile. Anyway, that's funny. That's funny. That's great. All right. All right. Well, well, Dave, I want to put my my serious hat on now, and I, I want to I want to invite you to step into maybe a, an uncomfortable or challenging oh, and potentially okay. psychedelic experience, sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. which which is I, I want to shift gears and I want to I want to put my coaching hat on and. I want to invite you to, to, to bring some kind of business challenge or even a personal challenge. And, and I want to offer you some, some coaching if you're willing. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. So everyone, everyone saw that he said, yes, I'm not yes, twisting his I arm. No, okay. Just, wow. <laughs> but I'm thinking now what, you know, kind of, cause I'm going through, you know, I, I, I mean like any entrepreneur, you know, I'm trying not to overextend myself, right? Because entrepreneurs have a lot of opportunities and a lot of people call on me to do different things. You know, I'm advising on several different companies, but I also wanted to give the respect to be able to, you know. Um, so I think in the event business, I think this is a good question for you, you know, to, to kind of talk to you about where you think it's going to go. Uh, because right now we have this platform uh, while digital events become uh, more prevalent, it replaces some of the non, you know, obviously the non, that's might, you know, events might not come back on for, you know, a, a little bit. And I'm not going to speculate. I'm not even throw out a number out there on how many months that's going to take, but I'm starting to see people set themselves up for that. And, you know, um, where do you see, like, as far as, you know, where's our angle? You know, as far as uh, this is, uh, you know, the events are shut off. The digital events are there. I mean, where where do you see? Again, we're at that really really pivotal moment where where um, where I feel we're going to need to either look at like this digital world and you know put some more attention on that or or we focus on the in live persons and events. So maybe that's not, I don't, I don't know if that's the greatest question. No, it's, uh, we, so, can, we can redo this one if you need to. No, 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 there's no redos here. We're, we're, we, this is all about keeping it real. And yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to search it out. So I don't even have a question for you. I'm just trying to kind of figure out like, you know, from the digital side of it, should we be focusing all of our things? And because we're at this young company who's, who's like, we, we have, we have limited, me and him right Right. and a couple other people to help so we're really lean 
and tight? Where should we put it in? Should we put it in content? Should we put it in the technology and doing that? Should we focus in on producing like events? So those are the three sectors. So I'm just trying to figure out what the best source of time I should be focusing. Got it. Got it. So I'm hearing, let me make sure I'm hearing you correctly, which is the question or the challenge you're up against right now is where do we focus given the uncertainty around events and people gathering and what's the best use of our resources right now? Jeez, you're really good, bro. That's it. <laughs> is, is that it? So well, it, it took me a long time to get to kind of that. Yeah. That, that synopsis there. So I'm going to ask you a few more questions. I'm not going to provide too many answers because I trust that you know much better answers than I do for yourself. My first question that comes to mind, and and I have to say I do appreciate this conversation. I'm going to get a lot out of it because I also have the same exact problem in my events business. So I guess here's my, my first question that comes to mind is, what is the service that you're providing and to whom? Okay. So before this, the service was, we had three parts. We had production where we were uh, producing events for uh, companies. So we've done several of them, Urbana over there. They had a launch party, we put that together. We had our golden ticket party. So we produce events and we've done that for a very long time. So uh, we can help companies really cut their runway to doing what they do really great. And we really to handle the rest of that part. That's one part of it. The, the part that we were actually building uh, and is getting close to like the first version of it right now is a platform uh, for event producers as well as a platform, a community platform for people to engage, see where events are, engage in media and you know pictures and and those type of things. And so there's this meet now that we have this platform that you know helps event producers in the background. Right now, everyone's using Eventbrite. They're kicking people off. You know what I mean? They haven't supported cannabis in a very long time. We need someone to come in there and help solve this problem with these tickets so that people don't get taken down and that it's, it's reasonable and that it's safe. And that at the same time too, it turns around and helps people market their company or their events. Uh, and it also builds this really incredible interaction between each other uh, through events, right? So there's just this real opportunity to kind of uh, do what we love too and what we've done throughout Tilt Magazine, the bar industry, hospitality, uh, as well as solve some problems. So that's this, the, 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 the second part. And then the third one is the brand. I think it goes hand in hand with the company. It's just like we're, we're a lifestyle brand also, uh, which, you know, several opportunities, you know, with that. And we're used to that because, we, you know, we built Dope Magazine. Um, so what is that interaction that you're facilitating? So to me, event producers, you know what I mean? Um, utilize services like event. Uh, so I don't know if this is the question I'm answering or not like that. Uh, you said that. Say, can you say that again? You so, were, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I heard you mention, you know, facilitating this interaction when you create events and allowing people to connect. And yes. And so I, I want to dive into a little bit of the core of what is that experience? And I heard you say earlier, it's all about the experience. What, what is that experience that you're creating that, that 
resonates for your audience? Yeah, well, I think, you know, events has become this incredible way to connect people, especially if, uh, if you look at the evolution in the cannabis industry, it's really changed. And, you know, a lot of these events become prevalent. Uh, there's absolute need for people to want to see where there is. And, and with the app that's intuitive to be, to be able to, 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 to show someone who lands in Seattle, this is where I go, where there's a lot of the same people that, you know, are similar to me and building to me this platform that's very intuitive to, to understand that. To me, also giving a chance for people to see, you know, event producers produce these events and load up pictures and share those pictures with everyone. So everyone's able to kind of continue to share that uh, around. So, uh, you know, there's a real opportunity there for people to use free events or paid events uh, for this. And it doesn't matter to us. We just want to be able to provide this great tool so that you can manage your, your uh, audience. At the same time, we want to be able to give these options uh, on the, the the main interface to be able to promote your event and to be able to for people to kind of continue to be engaged got it so let me ask you this what do you think is the biggest problem event producers are facing right now well i think just beside the fact that you just can't do it you know what i mean how long you know when do you invest in it now, at what point do you invest in it right now? Uh, because, you know, we know that, you know, some big events take, you know, a long time to build, build out. Uh, there's deposits that get done. There's risks that get done pretty early uh, for it to be really uncertain. And I think also people will be, you know, a little more cautious to kind of understand when they can actually do it. Because, you know, I think everyone too is, you know, kind of holding off uh, some, some, somewhat before they employ a lot of like, you know, resources. So that's really affected to me, the media companies and all of those ancillary businesses too. Right, right, right. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'll share with you my, my personal view, which is I don't think big events are gonna happen anytime soon, personally. I, I, I you know, and that's from, from someone who would really love for them to happen because I can make some money there and do something that's fun for me, which is create these experiences. I, I just don't see it happening anytime soon. And even if things open up, I know me personally, I don't want to go to my event right now. I don't want to be in a room of, yeah. you know, a hundred strangers plus or more, you know, that seems scary to me. And, and I, I, I fear, that that's the new normal for potentially several quarters. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so what comes up for me though, in hearing you is that, and I felt this too, this is true for me too, is that people want to connect. People need to connect. People need to socialize and meet other people and engage and have a sense of community. And right now there's a whole slew of people who made a living and, and you know, built businesses around facilitating those experiences that are in this same position of wondering what the hell is happening. So I wanna ask you, where's the biggest opportunity for all of that? For, 
in all of that for you? You know, it'd have to be on the digital side. It'd have to be on the content side. You know, I mean, one of the things that we look at, we can't build revenue right now. A really important thing we could do is build audience, right? And, and build up all of our, you know, social assets and, you know, kind of, you know, uh, you know as we roll out the platform, uh, you know, really build more content, right? So we can continue to, you know, gain more traction. So that's something that we could do right now. And also like, you know, doing the, you know, chronic relief um, uh, virtual show, we now have these assets to put together pretty cool events now, you know, whether it's award shows or whether it's something, I think we understand how to program uh, something like that, you know, so it could be, uh, you know, so, so, so event producers can still keep their name out. And I've just saw, you know, other big event producers now move on to a couple like virtual uh, platforms. Uh, you know, I know a couple of platforms that are coming out there where they're just like, here are the rooms, here are the keys, here are like you pay to do this. And it's a really intuitive uh, on, on, on what it looks like. And so I think people are thinking about that. So, you know, where we lie in there is like we have that virtual part of it, but we also, uh, to me, can uh, work on our content, uh, you know, right now and build up those assets while the events come online. Uh, when we do have the ticketing platform, uh, virtual events can use it as their platform to you know, organize their, their, their uh, efforts and get it out there to a bigger audience. Uh, you know, and that audience continues to grow as we uh, bring in different events that you know, vary from small little uh, events to big festivals. Uh, and, uh, you know, we want to provide those services and, you know, to me as an event producer, you're also going to have the opportunity to, you know, help find sponsors and get all these other tools, like where are the compliant event, uh, venues at, you know, this is like stuff that will help curate, uh, as well as the marketing piece of it. So, uh, it's not only just a platform, it also is going to be an opportunity again for people to engage in there and. Uh, as the events start coming online, people are really going to start to see like, wow, I can't believe I could do all this cool stuff out there. And there really isn't a calendar out there. It's like, what can I do that's out there? It's like th their minds is like blown, but why not? Like, you know, here you can paint here, you can go to this convention. And to me, it also is going to start encompassing regular events because cannabis people love music festivals too. They love regular things. And to me, we want to incorporate that. So I think if we're trying to build that connection around the world, uh, doing it through events make a lot of sense. I think people find a lot of joy in them. They're invested in them. And, you know, uh, it's not a bad angle to go in. Cool. So I'm, I'm hearing the, the first thing you gave me was uh, audience development through content, digital content. That, that seemed to be the leverage point that you mentioned. Is that fair? Yes. Yeah, that's fair. So I want to ask you to, to, to kind of let's, let's be real simple and, and get to the essential of what makes your events so badass. Me, I'm lucky because I just have the incredible, uh, you know, team. So my team is the one that puts it all together. Uh, they literally go, we have an idea. We're running with it. Dave, you're, you know what you have to do, you know what I mean? Let's get this hyped up. Let's get sponsors in. Let's be able to uh, connect and, you know, uh, and then when I get there, 
without fail, they've put on this incredible experience. You know what I mean? To me, it's always about creating this memory that lasts a long time. That's how you bring value to your sponsors. You bring it to others like, oh, I remember that one event. And there's always like those little things. So it's like psychologically being able to just make sure too that no one's against the wall, right? No mm -hmm. one's just standing like being a, a spectator. Our events is always about interaction. It's always about like somehow moving people into the direction where they're going to connect somehow. Uh, and we do that and that's, you know, part of what I do. And, you know, my job is to, you know, just make sure I'm continue to connect. Wow, this is a great person from here. And that's the great part about, you know, doing those type of events is, is being able to do that. So. so I'm hearing that it's that getting people to connect and participate and interact in a way that's memorable and leaves a positive memory for them. Yes. Yes. So I want to invite you to, to get high with me for a second in your thinking and to imagine we're talking a year from now and you're telling me, wow, Mike, I put on the most epic, interactive, community-connecting, fun, memorable, digital event and it was just a huge success for the sponsors for the audience for me and my team what is it what might that look like hmm. well um you know I, I i'm i'm optimistic i think that's going to happen you know, I think that we're going to do it, whether it's a year from now in person and, you know, or, or through a virtual event. I think that all we have right now is our ability to be able to do it. We have the, the you know what I mean, the, the excitement to do it. And right now we have a lot of the tools to do it. And I just think that's the incredible part is that now we're working with different people that are experts in this field. So really it's just about formulating the, 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 the right team. And we're talking to all sorts of event producers right now. So we, we, you know, we just talked to a fundraiser who, who's doing a cannabis cup. How do we put this into virtual form? Right? How do we still do it in a way that it just doesn't look like it's in Zoom, but it's very well produced. This is good memory for, to me, sponsors. It's good memory for anybody who gets involved because they're getting their message put out in the way that really fits what they want you know, to be portrayed as also. Uh, you know, so I think we're just trying to, you know, we'd find a market for, for, for that part of it. Uh, you know, there's, you know, these big event producers are, are probably thinking a lot about, you know, how they continue to engage with their, their people. And so, you know, if we can provide again, more tools, more and more opportunity to take care of that part for them, uh, it would be, uh, pretty amazing. Like you said, it would be uh, great to be able to do that. So I'm, I'm hearing some excitement from you now. I'm wondering what about what what we just talked about is getting you excited well to me it's all about like i you know you know it's always about putting together like 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 the plan and it's just like it's interesting how uh we're looking at a very uncertain future but you you have to continue to build the ship to go toward that direction so the exciting part is to really kind of validate that, okay, digital part is probably going to play a very important piece in what we're doing. And that's something that we should probably continue to work on. 
and to me to you like content too like it sounds like you agree that you know content probably is a good thing for us to continue to to build that type of content and build up our our name so when we can you know hit the ground running we can you know hit it running uh when things do come back online absolutely absolutely so i have one more question but i, I want to offer you this thought this the, the, which is again every event producer and every event business has this same problem right now and i think you know this this challenge you know it's it's basically an industry wide challenge if you're in the events business and that to me represents you know an industry wide opportunity for innovation and for reinvention and i think what's really cool about that is that no one knows what it's going to look like and no one knows you know what that you know badass super memorable professional successful connecting engaging event or digital event or hybrid event or whatever like no one knows what that's going to be yet because you know to my knowledge like no one's really pulled it off on a grand scale yet or maybe they have you know i i mean people have definitely done stuff here and there and and i mean you yourself have had a successful event that impacted 90,000 hungry people which is you know no small task and and a big accomplishment especially considering you had 2 weeks to put it together um so you know, from where I sit, it sounds like you're already ahead of the curve. And so I want to invite you to really, you know, get excited and, and in imagining what is this, you know, how are you going to define this new frontier? Because I think that's what we're, we're on the cusp of a new frontier in events and interaction and what that might look like, whether things open back up soon or not, I think no matter what, there's a big paradigm shift. Yes, so, agree. Yeah, so I think it's pretty cool that you get to you get to figure that out, and you're you're on the forefront of it. You're already on the cutting edge of it. So I, I just want you to be clear about that. Thank you. Yeah, we've seen a lot of new things. You know, we've seen a lot of like you said, new frontiers. You know what I mean? We have a lot of mavericks in our you know, cannabis industry that, you know, continue to look at this and, okay, what's next? What, what can we do to continue to elevate it even more? Um, you know, it's always been, a, you know, a group of people that have, have done that. So it's, you know, been an honor to, you know, continue to work with them and, you know, you doing this podcast here, you continue to, again, just spread information. And I just think that's good and good stuff, you know, and it comes from a good place and, you know what you've done there and you know I, I believe we'll all get back to where it is but this is this type of interaction continues to make the world go around and i uh you know i appreciate being you know here for it well thank you for that man i'm i'm waiting for you to be able to give me the mechanical bull experience yeah. digitally that's what i want man. no just oh, that's just kidding <laughs> i want the virtual mechanical bull that's what uh, i want uh, <laughs> Dave, oh, yeah. Yes. Let me ask you one last question, which I, I have to ask. My go-to last coaching question is, what was, what was the biggest insight you got from our conversation or our time together today? 
Wow, there's a there's a there, there 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 there's a lot. I just think you know you just have to stop. You have to appreciate what you have, you know, in front of you. And you know, I I I feel that like you know, I think reflecting like this and you know, kind of helps you allow you to maybe look at what the future can 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 hold. Also, so you know, while I'm talking to you, I'm jumbling because you're trying to figure out what that problem is because there's you know in business that's what it sounds like and this is what it sounds like on the bed of a psychologist you throw all this crap out and i think just kind of putting it together and slowing it down a little bit i think the easier i can explain it without you know what i mean this is i'm feeling it already so how do i now slow it down and kind of you know put it into perspective and i think maybe that's what i would say um you know i got out of that so I want to ask you, I, I want to clarify a bit. You, you said, you said I, I'm feeling it and putting it into perspective. Tell me what it is that you're feeling and then put it into the perspective. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a, you know, to, 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 to me, the feel, can can you can you repeat that? I'm sorry, I just kind of based no, no, off actually on the last thought that we were talking about for a second there. It's all good. Take yeah. take a deep breath. Take yeah. take a deep breath, man. Let it. It's all good. We, we got plenty of time. Um, what you 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 described the feeling in your last answer to me. You you mentioned this feeling, and then you you said you know being able to express that feeling. So or put it into perspective, I think you said, I'm not sure. Um, what, what was that feeling? Well, to me, like, you know, to me, excitement, you know, to me, I'm always excited about where the future is going. I, you know, I see all of these as, as, as really not roadblocks, but just more challenges. And, you know, even while everything is, is, is tough out that, like perspective wise, I can stop and I could just think, wow, I'm grateful for what I have. Right. And I'm grateful that I have these opportunities that, you know, has been afforded because, you know what I mean? You've taken the chances, you know, of, you know, all of these other times. Who, so, who, wait, who took those chances? I didn't take those chances. Oh, yeah. Who took those chances? I, I, I did. And it's hard for me to accept that. But I, you know, uh, I, you know, it's, 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 it's a whole lot of people that make it happen. You know, I don't feel like it's always my, it's always my, you know, it's my, my family and, you know, everybody that surrounds me. So I, you know, like to make sure everyone gets that, that, that credit for, you know, what I've done. So that's, you've got a heart of gold and I, I'm going to insist that you claim something about yourself that's allowed you to, to have that success and to share that experience with your team and your family. And, and, and what is it about you that's allowed for all of that to happen? Yeah. Well, it's again, it's everybody else. I don't have a, you know, I usually don't like to, it's not about me, you know, and, 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 and it's, uh, you know, it's always been like that. I don't know why I have a hard time, like, you know, accepting any sort of, you know, praise from that sort, because again, it's, it's, it's just been so fortunate to be surrounded by these great people, you know, and my family. And I mean, I'm just so lucky. So, you know, it's, 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 I do a lot of that for them. So. Oh, so what kind of guy, what kind of guy is surrounded by great people and feels really lucky and, you know, has, has a, a full life with, 
you know, awesome people around them and feels good and grateful? What kind of person has that experience? I don't know. You know, someone that just, you know what I mean? That's, it's like what you said, experience. You know, you have to go through a, a long life of maybe perhaps some pain, some good things, some bad things, a lot of different, uh, you know, things. And if you feel all of those emotions, you feel really satisfied that you've experienced what life has had to, 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 to offer for you. And I've always taken chances. I've always, you know, lived my life to like the fullest that I want to, you know, I've always strived to do what I like to do, you know, and that's just been amazing. And I've taken chances and I've lost a lot and I've gained a lot and I'm just getting started. And so it feels really good. It's just, I don't feel like there's this beginning or end date right now. It's just like, I'm just getting started right now. And uh, I'm just happy to be alive. I'm happy to, you know, just like, just have all this experience. And like, even to talk to you, I'm just like, I'm like, why am I even on this thing? I'm just a dude, you know, like a freaking, I got toys over here. And I got like, you know, about to go upstairs and have, you know, and clean the dishes or something like that. But it's just like, this is amazing that, you know, all of these experiences led to just these type of conversations and these opportunities. So, um, yeah, I never take that for granted. That's amazing. That was awesome. Thank you for that. I, I'm going to ask you one last one last time, and then I'll let you off the hook. Yeah. What 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 must be true about you that you've you feel just happy to be alive, grateful, like you're starting just now, even though you have all this experience and you've gone through pain and losses and wins, and and you're you're just grateful and humble. What's true about you that allows you to feel that way i mean that's I mean, and it could I, sound like i am fill in the blank i mean i i don't want to use the word lucky but you know what i mean i just i just feel very fulfilled i'm just very fulfilled right now it's just like i just think i just it, it, I'm, I'm full. You know what I mean? I just, I, I don't, I don't know what it is. It's like I've already, if, if this was the last day, I'd still feel pretty good about what I've done, you know, for the world and, you know, for my family and for these things that I really hold dear into my heart. So, you know, my life is for those things. I hope I'm making them proud. You know, I hope I make my single mom proud. Like every single day, I want her to you know, have the life that, you know what I mean, that she worked so hard to take care of us for. And I want my children too. who, you know, me, I've never, you know, I met my dad once. So, you know, to be a father to them is to me, like, you know, everything that I could do in my life and, and work hard and take these chances. And, you know, and, and, and my wife too, who again, just like keeps me right there, you know, where I need to be. So, you know, while, I'm doing all these other things. It really is because of this is the reason why I'm moving the way I'm moving. And I'm, 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 I'm excited about that because they push me every day to go be myself, you know, to go do what I do. And it's hard to explain what I do, but it's just like, they're just like, go and do that because you seem happy and you seem to, you know, come home happy. And, you know, now I get to stay home with them all day. So I couldn't be, I mean, I'm just, living this, you know, incredible, you know, uh, experience right now. So. I love it, man. I love it. it. It sounds to me like you're, you said you were full. I heard you say you were full and it sounds like you're full of gratitude. Yes. That's what it is. Yes. That's the words. Yes. A lot of gratitude right now.
like I should be dead in the water somewhere along the way. Seriously, I should be like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be here. You know, I just like, I just think about that. It's just a strange thing without all these things that happen. It's just like, why would I even be sitting here right now? I wouldn't be sitting here saying that I'm having this wonderful band life, you know? So I just am grateful for that, for sure. Amazing, amazing. Well, Dave, I am so grateful that we got to spend this time together. Thank you for trying it out with me. You put me on the spot a few times. That was an incredible like <laughs> session though, you know what I mean? Makes you really answer some real questions, which again was, you know, that's what this is all about. This session is all about. It's pretty, kudos to you. Thanks brother. I appreciate it, man. Well, I'm, I gotta say, I'm, you see the big smile on my face, yeah, right? You got a great <laughs> smile right there. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Because, you know. Podcast number one here, so. This is number one. And if we stopped today, if this was the one and only, I would be fulfilled and, and oh, complete God. because we, we covered, you know, all of my favorite topics from psychedelics to gratitude to, you know, the entrepreneurial journey and, you know, to have who, someone who I really admire and respect and look up to um, as my first guest and to 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 have the privilege and the opportunity and the trust from you to you know to dance with me if you will and the coaching spirit is is such an honor and it's it's really a dream come true because you know once upon a time if you would have told me mike you you'll have the chance to coach you know if even for a few minutes some of the the most brilliant successful people in cannabis i would say yeah, right. Come on, man. And so. I'm trying to I'm trying to learn from you. You know what I mean? Honestly, this is a, a learning experience for me. I see it that way. I'm not all the way to where I'm I'm great at everything. That's why we have different relationships with different people. This is what you're great at. And I just appreciate you letting me just kind of talk through there. I could, you know, uh, you know, this stuff is just fun to talk about when we're just kind of having just a regular conversation like this. So I appreciate that. That was fun. Awesome, man. Well, yeah. thank you so much again. And and yeah. I'm super excited to see what you cook up uh, in in the year to come and in, and in the years to come. So, yes. yeah, man. Thank you again. I, I, I just remembered I have to tell the people, tune in for episode two next week. <laughs> uh, tune in to episode two. Hi, Mike Z is. Hi, Mike Z is. Hi. Mike Z is the cannabis business coach. Hi, Mike Z is. Hi, Mike Z is. Hi, Mike Z is the cannabis business coach.